0: Hello and welcome to the Norway edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Select Betting and I'm pleased to be joined once more by Greg Brown and David Weatherston. How's it going, guys?
1: Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. Good. good, thank you.
0: Good, good. I imagine, David, that the general mood in Norway and uh, indeed the Weatherston household would have been improved vastly by Norway's winning Northern Ireland on Monday.
1: Yes, it was a very good result for Norway. Although worrying for Scotland after watching Scotland uh, twice over the week and thinking that they might have to play Norway to get into Euros, so yeah, um, I, yeah,
0: that was um, that was one worrying side of it. We'll, we'll worry about that on the, the Scottish edition of the podcast. <laughs> but for the time being, uh, we should probably focus on the Norway uh, results and. It was a full house for you on Monday. You tipped Haaland and Mark both to score. And not only did they score, they both scored twice in the 5-1 one
1: Yeah, and it was done after about, I think, 20 minutes or so. They both yeah. already scored, or even less than that. I can't remember. I know Holland scored early. But yeah, it was um, an absolute hammering. I don't think anybody expected them to score five goals against Northern Ireland, who usually keep it pretty tight. They scored but, five um, goals,
2: but didn't get any corners.
1: Is that right? Well, they we just kept hitting the net. <laughs> I mean, Holland, Holland's finishing was unbelievable. It just looked like a world-class finisher. Just the way he side-footed it in the corner both times.
0: Um, now, now that's him off
1: the mark from Norway,
0: UK. I think the floodgate floodgates are just yeah. I mean, that's
1: three and four. He's on his way to. He's on his way to score you know, scoring easily 20-30 for Norway. I mean, fair reminiscent
2: of me fives and uh, yeah. Tuesday.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: none of us were there to see it Greg so we'll just need to keep it for it <laughs> no, uh, well. Yeah, well Holland's only got, what, 98 goals or something to catch up with Cristiano so yes. that's got to be the target for him given that he started <laughs> off with three in his first four games but um, no, well done on those tips you also did another couple of winners in Obos League on Monday as well uh, Osana won and Sannez won
1: Yeah, I watched the San game. It game they went 1-0 up quite uh, i think it was in sort of halfway through the first half and then didn't even seem to try to score a second which you know greg would have been frustrated with given he'd had on them to score uh two goals but yeah they, they sat in soaked up pressure and even didn't really look a threat in the counter so it was there a those ones, eh? when you typical one nil yeah
2: when you do that one i think we i think you obviously fancied them to win so did i but i opted for them to score two goals and I think mm-hmm. you're right I think they scored just after half-time to be fair um, or oh, was, it, was it just a, I yeah, was. Just it was right, right after, right after, after the break that's right yeah and I think obviously you watch the match and they're probably just quite happy to to see it a one 0 win
1: yeah and uh, Osana, I think hammered their year 5-1 uh, five, five, was it in the end yeah, yeah, five, yeah, that one, was, yeah that was never in doubt
0: as you rightly chastised me for suggesting that it might be a draw Yeah, not in doubt But uh, Greg, you still managed That winner as well Uh, You added England under-21s To grab a couple of goals And they did so in Austria
2: Yeah, that was um, the first nap Actually of September Um, There's not been many naps this month Just due to the fact It's been played with International unknowns So yeah, it was good to get The first nap of the month Off to a winning start Um, England won 2-1 And Nick Ketia Caught the score sheet as well I think we spoke about him in the podcast yeah. So they were 2 up and I think they lost a goals soon after that So they've been nervy in the last few minutes But yeah, they, they won 2-1 so that was good
0: Yeah, so this week we'll have a wee look At the fixtures coming up In Norway again There's games in Elite Serien on sun- Saturday and Sunday And obviously on Monday and Tuesday Unfortunately obviously hasn't been priced up just yet I think the bookies are uh, probably concentrating On some of the major leagues uh, That are returning to action this weekend And Obisligan has been shunted down the list of priorities, unfortunately. Scottish uh, League
2: one's not back on to October.
0: That's true, yeah, <laughs> the, the important ones. Uh, but anyway, there's enough analytics even for us to have a look at. But before we do, David, uh, you mentioned there's been some quite a fair bit of movement in the last week or two in Norway with players, more players leaving than coming in.
1: Yeah, um, so I, I will talk about Sarpsborg um, a bit more closely when, when I give up my tip for the in Sarpsborg game um, but so Adrian Pereira who uh, if anyone read my Viking tactical piece I did before the play Aberdeen Adrian Pereira the left back has been a big part of their sort of offensive play this year he is on his way to Pauk uh, Thessaloniki in Greece I believe that the Shall they? The champions in Greece. I'm not 100% sure. I think they might have. They might have uh, took the title last year. But yes, yeah, so they've they've got 12 million Norwegian kroners um, for him, which reports. What's that in real um, money? Uh, it's, it's it's around um, I think around 1.5 million uh, euros or pounds. It's about the same nowadays, isn't it? And I guess um,
0: that's that's big money for.
1: Decent money for Víking, well, but I think a 21 year old to. It's made a big impression in the league this year. I think it's uh, it's, it's, it's kind of easy to spend uh, for for a club that's I think pretty sure they're playing in the Champions League uh, this year. You I know, think, it's it's not a lot uh, of money.
0: Yeah, Olympiakos are the current champions. So oh, sure. are they? Okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I mean, he, he's so he be you'll be a big mess for Viking. He's um, very attacking left back. Um, him and BT have been really linking up well down that left hand side so he'll be a big miss. Uh, another one who looks as if he's on his way out the door is one of my favourites, it's Wolleringa, winger Aaron Dunham, he looks as if he's on his way to Lecce in uh, Serie B it's not been quite confirmed yet but um, it looks like a fee has been agreed and it's just a matter of uh, sort of crossing a few T's and dotting a few I's in that one um,
2: so Is that a step down? got to Serie I I mean, I don't
1: think so. I think. I think Lecce are probably a sort of Serie A club in in the making. You know, they've kind of been a bit of a yo-yo club in Italy for a while. So I think. I think financially, it's probably not a step down, and um, it gives them an opportunity to. To go and try and get into Serie A. Um, so yeah, I think it's a. It will be a good move for him. They're trying to replace him with a a boy called Rafik Zakine who who um, has played in Norway before, um, Zeknini, Rafik Ziknini. Um He's been playing in twenty FC20 20 in the Netherlands um, on loan from Fiorentina, and he looks like he's going to be coming in to replace him, uh, likely. So we'll see if that happens. Um, another thing that's happened is Pat Cognate. Has signed for Rosenborg a left back. They've been needing a left back after they sold um Anders Tronson. Um so yeah, they've they they on a left back, he's from Sweden. I think he's from Jon Sherpings in Sweden. Not don't know much about them, but um yeah, they needed a, a left back. So so there's been a bit of movement and as I'll touch on uh, later on.
0: Didn't they sell the two... Burger Melling as well?
1: Birger Melling's off to Nîmes. that was that's I mean that's happened a couple of weeks ago maybe two Yeah weeks I just mean ago. in terms of yeah. The replacement Yeah so, so the, Melling in. yeah that's, yeah. so he was um he's not really played much this year because he was always kind of leaving but yeah, um, bigger be- Melling who's been the left back for a few years I know Celtic got a rumour to be interested in him uh, quite a fair bit but he's off to Nîmes in France and yeah so so they've brought in a replacement for him and uh, the two main ones from Sarpswag will touch on later on
0: Yeah so plenty of movement Um, and I guess there probably will be a wee bit more before the transfer window closes across Europe this year
1: Yeah, definitely I mean, there's so much talent in Norway as well just now it seems like I watched their 21s against the Netherlands on um, Tuesday night and Mm. I thought they played really well they gave a really good account of themselves they lost 2-0, two late goals but they should, have, they should have been ahead. They had so many chances in the counter attack. Had a goal ruled out, which was a very touch and go offside. It was hard to tell. They didn't give a good angle for the replay. But yeah, there's a lot of talent in Norway, and I think uh, it's going to get picked off, especially at the prices that um, mm-hmm.
0: these players are going for. Yeah, you could find yourself being a, a scout there, David, pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone needs to get in touch with you, they know where to get you. Just yep. follow you Thank on you. Twitter and can reach out to you. Uh, so you, you mentioned the Sapsburg uh, visit to Olisund, And we might as well start there. They yep. meet on Sunday at 5pm. Yes.
1: So this is a, a bet that's probably going to surprise some people. But I fancy Olesund to get a result this week. Um, Controversial. So yeah, they, they've only won once this season. Um, they've only drawn four times, so they've lost 11. Conceded 47 goals in the process, but they've brought in um, Larjan and Nielsen from uh, Bran as the manager. And last week, or two weeks ago, when they played to start, they lost 1-0, but reverting back to a four at the back, they looked far more solid. Um, they've still got home but Free Johnson up top at the moment. Um, He scored for Iceland during the week against Belgium. There is rumours that he could be on his way to Italy. Um, Nothing confirmed just yet. Um, But apparently there's a few teams interested in him. I guess uh, if the fee's right, he'll probably be leaving, which would be a big loss. But as it stands, he's still there. Um, Their opponents this weekend are Sarpsborg, who yesterday pretty much lost their two best young players Um, Ismail Ismail Akulabali who broke onto the scene this year in centre mid has been probably the best young player in the league I know know, um, obviously you've got Jens Peta Auge and yeah other players as well but uh, Ismail Akulabali has been unbelievable for Sargsburg in centre mid he he just looks so comfortable on the ball um, both an attacking threat and works well defensively. So he has signed for Sheffield United, but they have immediately loaned him out to Beershot in um, Belgium for three years. Wow. I think it is a work permit related thing because um, he's not Norwegian. He's not a he's he's not a nationalised Norwegian, um, and I think. I mean, there's probably a chance that he might never play for Sheffield United, but they've spent money on him and loaned him out to, to Belgium. So he's going to be a huge miss um, for Sarpsborg. He's been a really big part of their team the last sort of, 11, 12 games. The other one who's leaving is their, is their striker, uh, Jürgen Larsen. Um He scored a hat-trick for the under-21s last week uh, in Norway, and he is off to Groningen in uh, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So he he's played pretty much every game up front this year. Um he's looked better and better every time I've seen him. He's strong, he's quick enough, good first touch. Just just lacks probably a goal threat just now, but um he's he's gonna be another big miss. has been he's linked to play really well up top and he's been getting better and better every week. So I think they're really gonna miss him. Um Sarge Forger not a great goal threat anyway. Um, they've only scored eighteen goals in the sixteen games. Um seven away from home and seven. So I think with two of their most attacking threats in Larson and Koulibaly, I think they could struggle this week. And uh all assumed to get to the bet, um they are two point one, so that is what, eleven to ten.
0: Yeah.
1: Um draw no bet on bet three six five. Um, so you've got the security of the draw um, Getting your money back And I just think First home game for the new manager They looked a little bit more defensively solid Sarpsburg missing a couple of key players yeah, I think it's a really good opportunity for them To, to finally get another win And, and or at least
0: not, not lose Yeah, they're what, 19-10 to, to win the game? Yeah Tempted?
1: Uh, maybe not. I, I just think with the security of the I'll bet. It's definitely it's much easier to bet that. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a good price considering Sarpsborg have lost Koulibaly and Larson, but um, yeah, but it's a good yeah, price.
0: It's all good the price for reason. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, as you say, they've only eight, what they've lost nine of their eleven. Uh, so you wouldn't be backing away any great confidence but it does seem like an opportunity potentially and I think uh, yeah Drone O'Bett looks like a good way to tackle it yeah okay um, league leaders are at home to Odd at five o'clock on Sunday as well and this has the makings of a cracking game actually Odd have been in great form recently um, and I don't imagine they will fear their visit to Bodo
2: um they probably should, given Boda's home form, but <laughs> uh, yeah, Oda played really well the last few months. I think they picked up six wins in their last seven. Interestingly, Boda Glimp are now, what, 10 points clear, a game in hand, could potentially go 13 points clear. Um, the league pretty much looks over, given the way Glimp are playing. I can't see them letting slip a 13-point lead. No, it's the fact we're now what, Match day 17, 14 wins and two draws. Just simply outstanding. And obviously, we know how good they are in attack, and we know they've got four or five fantastic players. I think three of them have got 11 goals or more.
1: All three of them have 11, yeah.
2: Yeah, so you've done your homework, David, would have made good. (laughs) So, (laughs) looking at this game, I think you're right, though. I think this is probably Bora Glimp's toughest assignment in some time. Um, they're playing a side who have the opportunity to actually go level on points with Molder and they've got a game in hand as well so this could be odds defining game of the season if they win this they can nip up to second or joint second with a game in hand if they lose this they then go 16 points behind Boda. I think and any slight faint hope they have of causing some sort of title challenge is long gone but Looking at this match Itself And looking at it, Obviously It borders home form As I said um, It's quite outstanding Four team wins And two draws uh, I think they scored 27 goals scored In those seven home games But Matches like these And an angle That's worked really well For us Over the last four or five months In terms of the corner angle Is team corners um, And looking at odds um, mm-hmm. Six ones out of seven, Eighteen points From the last twenty-one And um, they'll fancy of trying to get something from this match I don't think glenn can go through the season undefeated they're going to have to slip up points at some point especially with European football now back on the scene for them uh, they'll play a lot of midweek games coming up if they continue to play the way they're playing in Europe you'd imagine wow. they'll qualify for the group stages what
1: I, will, what I will say though if they get through the next round they're playing away from home to AC Milan so uh the oh, <laughs> it oh
2: could well beat shamrock but uh, yeah <laughs> but even with those what even with midweek European games that may stop soon, I just I think it's a massive ask to go through the season undefeated. And I think they're playing aside in, in really good form. Looking at odds corner form in terms of their stats away from home in terms of the last few games, they've hit five, six, six, three, seven, seven and six. So they've hit five or more corners now in six of their seven away games. And they've obviously hit six or more corners in five of those away games, including three corners that they got in their last away game at Moda. So definitely in terms of corner performances, um, one of the better teams away from home. I think at the moment as well, looking at Glimpse corner performances, they do tend to ship a good amount of corners per game. So looking through their season so far, they've shipped three or more corners now in 14 of their 16 league games. And at home, although they've won, I think, all their home games, um, they've conceded three or more corners now in each of those seven games. They've conceded 3, 4, four six, um, 0, 13 and 3. So I think Mode was the only state I've gone there actually and not hit at least three corners, so I think it's a tough game for Clints. I think there'll probably be goals like there always is, and I think just before we start recording the podcast, I'm saying to you guys, hopefully we can get a bit of value on four plus. I think three plus would be a bit too short, and that's that's how it's transpired to be. Uh, they're four to nine to hit three or more corners odd, but they're ten to eleven to hit four or more. And I think given how they're playing at the moment, um, I think they're more than capable of going to border and hitting four corners. So that's the five o'clock kickoff on Sunday and taking odds to hit four or more corners at 10 to 11. And that's with Skybet.
0: OK, um, David, you've got a slightly different angle to take on this game.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at goals in this one and I'm going to go back to the same bit that I won with a couple of weeks ago. Which is uh gleam to score in both halves. Um, they did it against Sarpsborg again, um, and they are even money to do it this time. Um yeah, they they've scored in twenty-nine out of thirty two halves of football this year. Um, which is just incredible. They scored twenty-eight goals in the first half of games, they've scored twenty-eight goals in the second half of games. Um it's just an impressive record, and it's hard not to back it when the price is even money. Um I, I just... They've won every home game. I don't see them slipping up this weekend. They beat Odd in the reverse fixture 4-0. Um, mm-hmm. But it's been the route got sent off quite early on for Odd. So, I put a little bit of an asterisk beside that one. Uh, Odd won 6-1 last week against Mew and Dallin And they were really impressive uh, doing it. And I just think it's going to be... It's going to be an incredible game to watch. I think it's going to be attacking football. Two teams who believe they can win, I think Odd, Odd they ought have a, a decent defensive record away from home but um, I think they'll see this as a, a game that they kind of need to win if they want to get themselves up into second place and go for the silver medal we, this is their game of hand, weekend Molde uh, are not playing this weekend, they've already played uh, their game week 16, 17 fixture um, a few weeks back so this is a chance for Odd to get level with them and yeah, I don't think they'll fear. Like obviously, going to Gleamt is a tough, tough ask. Glimt have won every home game, but yeah, as you say, I don't think they'll fear it. And and uh, the way they played last week or two weeks ago, uh, and there's, no, definitely... real not, there? yeah, there's
2: no real pressure on odd, is there? Yeah, absolutely. Nobody's expecting them to go there and get a result. No, nine to two to win the match, and if they can get something from that, so it's a bonus.
1: Yeah. But... So I I just think um it's going to be an open game. I think um. All I need is Gleam to score one goal in each half to win the bet, and at even money, I'm pretty happy to back it.
0: Do you think Odd can get on the score sheet?
1: Yeah, de- definitely. I, I, I expect him to. Um, the way Gleam's play, they're, they're wide open at times, and Odd, uh, not a big fan of uh, Bikenga up top, but he looked much better last week, uh, or two weeks ago, whenever it was. He scored a couple of, couple of nice goals, the second one especially, took it really well. Um Hopefully we see think. an odd
2: goal from their fourth corner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I
1: do I do expect them, I do expect them to score. I, uh, could be a pretty high-scoring game, I would have thought. And, in and the I fact. think as well,
2: we've yeah. spoken about Climps' ability to defend. I think they've tightened up a little bit, but they do concede in quite a lot of their games. They've, yeah. they've, they've only kept a few clean sheets this season so far. I think out like of their 16 league games, they might have only kept three or four clean sheets. So, yeah. they're playing an unformed team. I think, as David said, is... Every chance that odd will score on Sunday. Yeah, only four clean sheets in their sixteen.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think uh, is like I I I'm not I didn't uh, write it down, but it is even money as well for over three point five goals, which I think in this in this game could be good value as well.
0: Okay, so we've got a couple of angles there. We've got David going with linked to score in both halves at even money, and Greg looking at four or more corners for odd uh, at ten to eleven. Greg, is it?
2: Yes, 10 to 11 years OK,
0: and we're going to wrap up
2: the latest Searing
0: fixtures with the last game of the weekend which is Valerenga v Bran which kicks off at 7.30 on Sunday and again you both get different angles on this one um, Greg, you're looking at corners again
2: Yeah, so two sides who've been quite useful for corners I think this season so far there's not much between the sides in the league anyway it's 6 v 7 I think both sides come into this off the back of some decent results so should be a decent game to watch. I think at the moment, looking at Folleringa, they have seen lots of corners recently. There's been 13, 13, 11 and 14 in their last four games. But looking a bit deeper, in those matches, they've hit 10, 11, 9 and 8. So they've hit eight or more corners now in their last four matches. And they're averaging about, what, just over 5.6 team corners per match. Um, their home form is actually terrific. It's probably one of the strongest in the league. They've only lost, they haven't lost actually yet in their seven their seven home games. So their six home games. Um, seven. Four, seven. Um, five wins and two draws are. Four,
0: four,
2: mm. four wins and three draws. So pretty good going to remain unbeaten after seven matches. Um, interestingly, they've scored two or more goals in six of those seven matches, and in the last six games. Both teams have scored and it's been over 2.5 goals, so there's certainly been goals in Volaringa's recent matches. Uh, Brand themselves, though, have one of the better um corner counts in the league. You could say that could have been skewed by some really high volumes, but they've got the second most corners in the league um, away from home. They're hitting six point six three team corners per match, which is which is really good going. Um looking at their last couple of games, they've hit 13. Four, nine, five, nine, ten, seven, and eleven. So they're hitting some pretty decent numbers there. That's five or more in seven of their last eight, and seven or more in six of their last seven. So they've won their last two away games. They went to Stabak and uh, Mulder. So they're doing well away from home. they uh, picked up seven points in their last four games. So playing much better. I think two sides that usually rack up some decent numbers in the corners. Uh, and I've looked at this angle here. A little bit skinny in terms of over 9.5 corners at 8 to 11. So I'm happy to take, which I think is a really good price, is 10 or more corners on the Asian line. Again, that means if there's 10 corners, money back, or there's 11, eh, the bet pays. And that pays even money with bets 365
0: Nice one. It's good to get back to the corners bets, Greg. Been missing them in the last week or two. (laughs)
2: It's been a long couple of weeks, really long and (laughs) hurtful. But yes, it's good they're back.
0: Okay, David, you, you fancy a home win in this
2: one?
1: Uh, yeah, not outright. Or a, at least i not doing this. Yeah, so yeah, as, as Greg said, Vollering are unbeaten at home this year. Seven games, four wins, three draws. Um, Bran, although they have won the last two away games, their form in general has been pretty poor. They've only won two of the last nine. Um, and also, it's not something I look at generally, but Vollering I haven't lost in the last seven encounters with Bran. Going back to sort of 2016. So, um, I know we did. No, we talked. I know we laughed about or poo pooed history in the last, uh, <laughs> no, not at <laughs> <podcast>. all. <laughs> Definitely not.
2: So, the rule for me is as I said the last time the rule is if the head to head works for you, great, you talk about it. If it doesn't, you don't. <laughs> right.
1: So, we can edit this out um, if it doesn't work. But no, uh, so, yes, uh, so I'm looking at as part of a sort of bet builder, volaring a. Um, to win or draw, double chance. And I'm doubling it up with both teams to score. Um, that's because uh, six, the last six games I've had both teams scoring. Um, and Bran, away from home, generally <coughs> generally score goals. They've scored in six of their eight away games. i have scored in all of their home games, um, two in two, you know, every home game bar one. Um, Bran have scored in eight out of the last ten Games, so they're capable of scoring goals, obviously. I just think at home, I will probably not lose again. They've also made a couple of what look on paper like good signings. Um, they have signed a striker called Vidar Schart- Ern Schartenson. Um, Sharky. He, yeah, Scharty. Uh, he's. <laughs> He is actually coming back to uh, Valenga. He's, he was there in 2014, um, and I think he scored about 24 league goals um, for them uh, in 2014. He's been he's been playing in Israel uh, with Maccabi Tel Aviv, scoring goals. He was at Malmo. Is it Malmo or Hammerby? Uh, yeah. So Vida ernst Charltonson. He's uh, yeah. He scored 14 goals for Malmo in 2016. He scored seven and fifteen for Hammerby last year. So he's he's got a really good goal scoring record if you look at um his history. So he's coming back to Volaringa where he scored uh thirty one goals in thirty three games, including the cup. Um he he's something they've been missing is a, somebody to put the ball on the net consistently. Williamson did quite well early on in the season, but Benjamin Stocker came in and he's not really he's not really scored enough goals so It'll be interesting to see how Schartenson does. Um, I'm expecting him to hit the ground running, given given his sort of record in the last few years. Um, another another player they've signed is a, a young, well, youngish midfielder called Henrik Bjordal from Zulte in uh, Belgium. He is a young under twenty one international in Norway. Um, he did well for Olesund. Um and he's been over at Bright. well, he signed for Brighton, but he's not played for them. He's been alone at Jutteborg in Sweden, and Zültevarigim, he's been playing the last two years in Belgium and doing really well, apparently. So, uh, he's coming back, to the- and it's a midfielder that they kind of need as well. They've looked a little bit lacking in creativity in central areas. So, hopefully, with him and Schartensen both coming in, um, I think it will make a bit of a difference to them in uh should be able to turn around <coughs> turn round their form, which although the home form has been decent, um, they've just been kind of sort of sliding away from the the top teams. So yeah, sorry to get, to get back to the bet. I've been absolutely massively sidetracked here. <laughs> uh, Volaring at a win or draw and both teams to score um, was the bet, and it's it, it's one point nine five we bet three six five.
0: I think this is where the, the huge advantage of having you on the podcast, David, kicks in when you are able to assess games on the basis of the comings and goings in the transfer market, as opposed <laughs> to people like us looking from afar and maybe just judging opportunities based on the numbers, the stats. Yeah. But to actually be able to put some meat on the bones of what's actually happening at the clubs is fantastic for us and for the listeners to be yeah, able to I do I find that. a
1: really nice, um, really nice feed I've basically, it's, it's a brand new thing and it's a guy who's just keeping track of all the incomings and outgoings in, in Norway. It's in yeah. Norwegian though, so I don't know Yeah, we'll, hopefully...
0: We'll leave that to you to then. The listeners. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty um, But no, I think that's... Oh, and hopefully over the course of this podcast and the podcast in the coming weeks when there are kind of lots of transfers in and out, uh, that will start to pay dividends for us as you identify opportunities with teams that are maybe strengthened as opposed to teams that are being picked off and weakened through the transfer market. So we'll look forward to, to hear more of that. Okay, so that is all the bets that we have for Elite Elita Um Greg, you want to briefly touch on Obes even though it's not priced up just yet,
2: yeah, I'm going to have a proper look probably um, tonight or tomorrow. Obviously, there's no prices yet. Um, it's been a bit trickier. I think there's obviously lots of goals scored last weekend, yeah, sorry, on Tuesday. Um, looking at this weekend's fixtures, um, Lillestrom travels to Tromso on Tuesday. Now, Lillestrom are probably one of the better sides for corners. Um in fact, I was going to back them last week for corners, but there was no market out at that point. So we're going to have a look at them. Um, they're pretty good. They're hitting seven or eight corners a game at the moment, which is great. And I may look at our old friends, Hamcam. And like I said last time, old friends because they now don't score any goals. Or <laughs> they any goals. 1-0 yeah, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0 the last few games. Um, they travelled to Struman on Monday. So it's a, it's a kind of six-point basement battle, bottom v. second bottom. Um, Hamcam's away form is actually really impressive. I think they've only lost one of the last five, and they've won their last two away games. So I think I may look at that one as well. But yeah, I'll share that on on the channel um, later in the week.
0: And likewise, David, I guess you'll be having a closer look at that once the prices are up and sharing your tips on Twitter.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll do that probably on
1: Monday during the day. or Yeah, probably just Monday during the day, um not working anyway so might may as, may as well do something
0: <laughs> yeah do something productive with your day <laughs> um okay so guys can you just give us a wee recap then of your best bets for the weekend starting with yourself greg
2: yeah i'm taking odd to hit four or more corners at a glimpse on sunday at five o'clock and that's ten to eleven with Skybet. and i'm also taking in the evening kickoff on sunday night volaring as home match v bran and i'm taking Ten or more corners on the Asian line, uh, and that pays even money.
1: Okay, uh, on Sunday I'm looking at gleam to score in both halves against odd. That is even money. I'm also looking at um, all assumed draw no bet uh, to beat Sarpsborg. That is a uh, two point one or eleven to ten. And I'm also looking at Valerenga uh, win or draw and both teams to score against Bran And that is 1.95. All those prices are with better 365 for me.
0: Nice one, that's us for this edition of the podcast, don't forget you can follow the guys on Twitter at brownie84greg and at dweatherston11 If you want more tips like these then you can join Greg's Telegram channel where he posts his best tips daily, just visit gambler.co.uk for all the details of how to sign up there um, I am celebrating getting through the podcast without coughing or sneezing You've
2: done well, very
0: good i have a lime sip uh, In the meantime, best of luck with your bets, guys and good luck to all our listeners.
2: Cheers, good luck Cheers, cheers, bye bye